Hi there and welcome to the latest edition of the Jersnet weekly podcast, the independent Rangers podcast, which is brought to you by fans for fans and where the content is free. And of course, it's the podcast of the champions these days and it has been for four weeks, four weeks. You know what I mean? The clocks have just went forward and we've been champions for four weeks already. How good is that? Uh, as I say every week, guys, it's not it's not just a pod we have here at Jersnet. We've got forums, uh, articles, match previews, reviews, stuff like that. Uh, there's a history archive on the website, so get yourself over to the Jersnet website as soon as you can. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened to the pod, we'd ask you to subscribe. Put the word out there on social media to what we're doing. We're live tonight. It's a Friday night. We're doing a quick preview on the game on Sunday. We've known it seems like ages since Rangers have played. Uh, but we're back on Sunday against Cove Rangers, so we'll have a, a quick look at that game, plus a couple of the bits and bobs that have been happening today and just before we came on air with uh, news about Rangers appealing the ban on the players that were involved in the sort of COVID stuff. Uh, so we're live tonight, it's a Friday night, but the, the pod will be available to download and stream on a variety of platforms as always from tomorrow, Acast, iTunes, YouTube, CastBox, all those places where you get your pods, guys. Uh, the usual places, as I say every week, my usual gump. So now to bring in my guest for tonight, it is Alex Anderson, and it is his Rangers birthday today. How are you, Alex? Yes, I'm fine, thanks, Colin. And I'd just like to uh, use use the Jersnet pod to apologise to everybody. <laughs> An official apology. An official apology. Who who hadn't actually seen me before? Um, obviously, hadn't met me and thought I genuinely was 44 today. Uh, you look 44. I th- thanks, mate. Thanks, not, thanks, not mate. Not a day over 43, I would say. <laughs> they probably thought I just. <laughs> they probably thought I'd put in 64 by mistake because my brain's gone mate, as well. Um, no, it was 44 years ago today I went to my first Rangers match. Uh, so I always, I always give myself a week and a 2nd of April every year. Uh, beat Hibs 2-1, 1977. And I'd put that up on Twitter as uh, happy birthday to me and a lot of folk, a lot of very nice people out there who had me. Literally. literally. You know yeah. what I mean? So thanks thanks for the birthday wishes, but uh, if only I was 44. You know, How's things yourself anyway, mate? No, not bad. It's, it feels like I've seen your ages, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I had a wee break for the pod, so it, it feels like there's, I've not seen a lot of you for ages. So how are you doing? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. I just think how, how did you enjoy the title one? I'll tell you when I can remember what happened. I just, I, just, I think I come on the pod on the Sunday night, and then the next kind of twenty four hours of like a blur, just uh, an alcoholic haze. I was fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And it's today sitting outside. I don't, know, I don't know, it's like through your way if the if the, if the sun's it, but um, sun is it. It's a bit cold though. It's a wee bit fresh. I must admit, I I've got my back garden done the day. I, I must admit. Uh, I had a wee sort of a health issue with one of my family members, so oh, yeah. and it happened on the night we won it. So oh. I, I was out and about celebrating, and I came back, and it sort of killed it a wee bit. Oh, so, oh no, it's fine, it's fine. It's, it was, it was, it was at the time. It's, it's fine now. Uh, but I was going, how am I going to celebrate this? Because it, it, it's kind of been the, the, the fun was sucked out a wee bit. So I got my back garden done the day, and I, the invites going out to a few mates for the fifteenth when they get presented. So. I'll be giving it large then. So, I so the garden's looking good. I'm, I'm very chuffed with the job the guys done today. Uh, I just need to get the like you know the sashes up and the flags and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> get my bowler hat on. <laughs> well, got, white gloves. What you've got to do? The best one I saw uh, on Twitter was the guy who got the, the wee hoopy, the huddle hound. And put it onto a rocket. Yeah, and fired it, it to the sky. Aye. <laughs> I'll do, so I'll do like that. Really funny. So, so the champagne, we'd bought a bottle of Moe, me and my boy, it, it never got touched that night. Uh, so it's sitting there in the chiller, ready to go for the 15th when we get presented. So I looking forward to it. Uh, oh, aye, aye. So on, now we've got the 
the sort of formalities out the way. On to, on to tonight, uh, Alex. First things first, before we go on, I thought we would look at, you know, there's been a few things. Obviously, Alan McGregor signed a new deal. Certainly worth talking about. Stephen Davis, just yet again, he just shows how wonderful and brilliant he is. We, you know, breaking the, the Caps record. Thought we'd have a wee chat about that. But just before we came on air, it was sort of announced, uh, it's just came out that, that Rangers have appealed uh, the six-match ban against Nathan Patterson, uh, Zungu, Calvin Bassey, and, and a couple of the younger boys. Uh, quite an interesting one, and uh, we were talking about this before we came on air. You know, there, there has been a level of inconsistency when it comes to, to dishing out punishments to clubs for COVID infringements. One particular one involving a trip uh, to Dubai springs to mind. I, I, I don't recall seeing any punishment for, for that as of yet. Uh, so it, it kind of feels that the club are they're maybe being a bit political here. You know, it means that the, the players in question are still available until the you know the appeal gets heard. But I do also think the club are saying, you know, yeah, a minute here, you know, what's what's going on? We, you know, there, there is inconsistent bans being handed out when it comes to this thing. So I, I think the club are quite right here. I will think if if they want to appeal it, they obviously have, they should really have gone through the the proper process, which is to uh, have Stephen Gerrard going on uh, live on television first thing in Monday and doing a lot of air quotes, you know, and just saying <laughs> jolly a lot, you know, and that bit nothing, 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 nothing happened. Right. I full disclosure, we're, we're, we're talking uh, before we come on air, as you say, and it's, I, I, I've lost track of how these things are punished. I've even lost track of my own potential bitterness. When should I be upset at how they're punished? Because I, I can't see any consistency at all. Uh, I think the football authorities uh, have perhaps under, understandably not really known how to deal with this. You know, as a pandemic, footballers, I've always been quite keen to see how footballers are actually putting themselves out there. You know, they, they're going out and they're providing entertainment um, <laughs> after a fashion sometimes, but they're, they're keeping us occupied. You know, the whole country's in lockdown uh, for most of the last year. Uh, the guys are going out there, and they're strictly speaking, like like bin men, like teachers, like nurses, they're going out there and they're risking their life, strictly speaking, yeah. uh, while this pandemic's been about. But if you're going to start dishing out the bans, um, you've really got to be consistent with it. And it's 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 all over the place. And I think Rangers are absolutely spot on to appeal it. I think um, we're going to talk maybe about Tavernier, you know, how he's, he's not quite back yet, and maybe we're getting to that point where, you know, we're, we're needing Nathan Parson. Um, and uh, there's no harm in putting that, using the system, putting an appeal in there, getting it delayed, uh, so we can we can we can use Nathan while Tav's coming back. Uh, but I I just I, I don't really know how anybody I don't really know how you can dish out a ban to anybody um, with everything that's happened this season or not happened as you're as you're saying in respect of uh, Celtic trip to Dubai is, is obviously the, the the most kind of heavily publicized one and. Was, as I was saying to you before, was it St Mirren and Motherwell? Yeah, was it, no, was it, was it Norman Kilmarnock? Was it no Kilmarnock? Kilmarnock, was it? Yeah, well, they, they got initial punishments handed out and then they appealed them. Aye. And then, then the situation with Celtic and Dubai happened and mm. there was no punishment handed out to Celtic for that. And so the, the appeals that Motherwell, I'm sure it was Kilmarnock, put in were Aye. successful and they had those initial bans, uh, you know, rescinded. And there was the issue with... Uh, who's the Celtic fullback that's away to Germany now? What's his name? Frimpong. Frimpong. You know, he had some lassie over. Uh, you know, friends. You know, <laughs> with benefits probably. Right. Jolly. So, you know, he's, he's got some lassie over for New York and, you know, put her up on his, his, his pad for a, for a couple of weeks. 
And again, no no punishment. So, I mean, if, if, if there was consistency in this, I think Rangers would be of a mind to say, well, you know, they've been caught red-handed. Let's, let's just accept the punishment. I think that the major reason that Rangers are appealing this year is because of the inconsistencies that, you know, yeah. we're, we're seeing with other clubs. And I would like to think they've got a strong case. I've said that before. And we'll, we'll see, no doubt, we'll see the football and authorities find a way to, to double down and, and hammer us even more. But... Yeah, it's quite interesting. I think Rangers are quite right to do this, but a, a quite interesting sort of development tonight. But I, don't, I don't think you can you can really accuse us. Anybody can accuse us of not being hard on the players uh, no. involved, you know. And apart from, apart from anything else, I think we at Rangers and at Celtic, well, the way Celtic have dealt with it, uh, obviously, it's just completely OTT defensiveness. And well, Lennon was at the, the head of that, and, and he's away now. But Rangers have castigated. I mean, Jones and Edmondson uh, are kind of gone from Rangers. You know, yeah. maybe coming back, but they'll kind of put it out the door. It was obviously related to that. And uh, Stevie G was very hard, you know, very hard on all the players uh, involved in the kind of the Hayburn Lane get together, whatever was whatever's happening. They don't read the tabloids, that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, the whole the whole country's watching Nathan Patterson. And the minute the minute uh, Bar- the minute Tavernier was injured uh, against uh, Royal Antwerp and Antwerp, the whole BT commentary team, BT Sports commentary team, oh, how much Nathan Patterson be feeling? How much Nathan yeah, Patterson? Yeah. You know, the, the kind of there's a kind of social punishment has gone on. You know, punish, punishment yeah. through the media. Uh, so I think that I think that's quite right, Rangers, to you know, to start kind of taking it up uh, with the authorities. Uh, we'll see how that. No doubt we'll be talking about it in the next sort of couple of weeks and then. You know when it plays out, uh, but an interesting development tonight. Uh, Alan McGregor, uh, Alex, I, I think we've we've run out of things to say about him. Really, you know, what I mean, I, I think there was a feeling on the on the show, you know, a wee bit of concern that there, there had been no announcement so far in terms of a new deal. But announced through the week there, uh, uh, an extension, a year's extension. You know, you'd have to say it's well deserved. He's, he's formed this season. I, I mean, I, I, if I'm going to be, you know, a little bit critical of him. I thought, and you know, in the game, uh, the, the the game against Prague, I thought the two goals at Ibrox he could have maybe done a wee bit better with. But you're being hyper picky if you if you're going down that road. You know what I mean? Because his form this season has just been outstanding. You know what I mean? He's just he is the sort of foundation of that team, and uh, it, I think a year. I, I would I think he's got more than a year on him, uh, and I think he, he thoroughly deserves uh, this contract. I know, you, you know when somebody's kind of moved into God status when the, the, the first thing you're the first thing you're doing like I was with the two goals we conceded at home to Slavia I'm thinking I see the first one I think what's happened there is Griggs he's like one of these strikers who gets punished because he, he gets near the ball you know he's, he's, he's got he's done so well to get near it that it looks like it's a bad save and then the second one I'm like uh, I well that boy beat him at the other post in, in, the, in the first leg so he's obviously covering the other post Ah, it might have been, been bad uh, with the two goals. He might have been a bit liable. But the one thing with McGregor is, you know he'll be the first guy to, to cast a game himself. Yeah, yeah. For doing that. His, his standards are so high. That's it, mate. And I think that it's not, it's not even the... you know, In fact, we're having an argument. We're, we're having an ongoing argument. The whole of Rangers, Twitter, everybody in Rangers, what's the greatest save you've ever seen? And we're kind of, it's it's two, two McGregor saves we've been talking about for the, you know, since since that, slave, that save in, uh, in Prague. Um. It's the fact that when he, when we drew one each at Hamilton, that post-match interview, you know, for a, for yeah, a club like right. our, our ourselves, um, for a support like ourselves, we've been worried, you know, did, did our club kind of disappear a bit? What, what, what was going to happen uh, after 2012? To see that just embodying everything that we love about Rangers 
no looking to blame the media, no looking to, you know, do air quotes to get away for, for your own for your own feelings, just your own blaming feelings, yourself yeah. and having no having no mercy in your own players, you know. And you knew that if that's what he was saying to the to the uh, the media, God knows what he was saying when he got back in, in that dressing room. Yeah. And I think it's funny, Steve Davis and uh, McGregor, uh, you know, both signing their uh, contract extensions this week. And the two of them, is that Werder Bremen game way back in 2008? You know, Stevie D gets his first, he gets his first oh, goal, you know, yeah. against Werder Bremen at home in that uh, UEFA Cup game. And then over in, over in Bremen, I, I still, I, I still kind of help thinking that one was slightly better. That save from Naldo. Because uh, I, I couldn't even, I know you, I know you're saying you made, you made a great case. I heard it. And I think, you know, you're, you're probably actually right. I think it, aesthetically though, that one in that one in Bremen, I, I thought it was in the back of the net. I just thought it was. In, I thought the guy had missed it. I thought he'd put it. I thought he'd put it straight onto the bar. It's when you only. Yeah, I, I, I think the guy puts it slightly back towards McGregor. I, yeah, and I yeah. think that, and I'm I'm not I'm not denying that it's a great save. It's similar to that. There's a famous save in one of the FA Cup finals that Sunderland. Oh, 70, I, I, 74, yeah. 73, around the end. Montgomery. Amazing. It's similar to that. Yeah. You know, he gets his ante, it puts it on the bar. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's an, it's an incredible save. And as the ball, I've, I've said this to my son, as the ball goes across the face of goal, like three or four Rangers players, you see I them, you know what I mean? They're like, the minute this ball meets us, it's in. But I think the reason I'll, I'll go with the, the, the save a couple of weeks ago is I just think that the guy just puts it slightly back across towards Aye. McGregor. Whereas I think that guy the other week there put it exactly where he wanted to put it. Aye, just... And McGregor kept it out of his pinky. You know what I mean? Aye. It's just... <laughs> Unbelievable. It's surreal. You know it's what I mean? It's unbelievable. The thing is, mate, it's, 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 it's great that we're all arguing about it. And it's for, I, Andy Gorham for me. Andy Gorham became not just the greatest goalkeeper I've ever seen. And I have to mention, good good friend of the show, Alan Aikman, uh, good pal of mine out there. And he's always first to say he thinks Chris Woods is still the best Rangers goalkeeper he's he's ever seen. And it's just, I can't really heavily disagree with him either. Woods was the first kind of real. Yeah. I grew up in the kind of Stuart Kennedy, Peter McCloy era. Woods was the first kind of uh, proper goalie, proper goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, saying, I mean, yeah. Peter McCloy's an absolute legend. So I don't mean disrespect to the the Garvin Lighthouse, but um, Chris Woods. I, I saw him, you know, at the end of his career, big Peter, um, a lovely man as well. But Chris Woods was just, you know, something else. He's kind of world class. But Gorham for me was actually actually became like my favourite Ranger. Full stop. Just because I just had just did. He never even looked, didn't even look like a goalie. He just looked like, you know, what he was a few times, a guy who just rolled out his bed, you know, he just, yeah. he was phenomenal. Um, but I think it's actually good to stage now, Alan McGregor, when you when you consider the couple of saves we're arguing about, what he's doing on a consistent basis. It's, and, uh, it's, the, it's the length of service now as well. I know it's been broken up, obviously, um, going to Hull and what have you, but the, the time he's been here and the pivotal nature of that that last title win and the, the part he played in it, I think he's now, for me, he's a... For me, he's the best Rangers goalkeeper uh, I've seen. So it's an absolute, it's a, it's a pleasure to have him. It's, and it's great just to have him about the club. He's a fantastic influence yeah. in the club, you know. Yeah, I, I think he's a good link to, you know, previous dressing rooms. Him and Davis, who we're about to speak to, you know, they're a, they're, they're a good link to previous dressing rooms that that bring that. Because that was always my biggest fear when you know when we went down the leagues. You take that you're ripping that that winning mentality. Right out, the, right out of the club, you know what I mean, and then you're just putting jobs worse in there, you know, guys that are just going to get you to the to, back to the top tier. But when you get back to that top tier, you don't have that winning mentality anymore because that's been lost over the last three or four years. So I think those two are are, are, are vitally important for Rangers, uh, yeah. and I think that's why Gerard brought them here. On Stephen Davis, uh, you know, 126 caps, 
that's him. He's he's broke Peter Shelton's record of 125. He's now the, the you know he's won the most caps out of the sort of home nations players. And he didn't need to pump Tina in a car to do it. You know what I mean? Like Peter Shelton, you know he had these wee dodgy moments here and there. Uh, an outstanding servant, and I don't think we really appreciate how good a player he is, and I don't think we really will appreciate how good a player he is until he's not there anymore. No, um, it's, I think, and it's it's segued really nicely in with his winning fifty five. You have this; it's an honour for the club as well as for Stephen Davis himself. First and foremost, an honour for Stephen Davis, but it's fantastic for the club, you know, to have. Uh, I'm not getting down the whole road of Rangers being, you know, the the quintessential British club or whatever like that. I, I, I think we're, we're essentially you know, a massively Scottish club, but uh, to have the, you know, the number one cap holder. Uh, in Britain playing for us and for it to happen a few weeks after you know with one with 155 is absolutely lovely and I think if anybody I mean nobody at Rangers nobody who's watched Rangers this season can be any doubt uh, what Stephen Davis has provided but um, if you're thinking because he's now 36 he's maybe not getting about the park the same uh, you should watch the last watch the last 10 minutes of that game against Livingston at Almond Vale the Tony Macaroni when we really you know, the, the night we kind of put one hand in the, in the trophy Um Watch it from about three minutes before we actually score the goal. And Stephen Davis lays on yet another chance for, you know, we're worried Alfredo was going to have one of those nights. He lays on a chance for Alfredo that he can, uh, he has a shot. Uh, Alfie, the, the keeper saves easily, should have put more into it. It's about 83 minutes or something like that. Watch it. What, that, Steve Davis makes that happen. He's got all over the place to try and, to try and to get, the, to get the shot for Alfie. And if you watch the next three minutes up until we actually score, it's a thing of beauty. He's he's in defence. He's in attack. Every ball is just he's just probing. He's just relentlessly probing until we get this goal. Um, he's putting he should balls, have scored though. He should have scored. He should have scored. <laughs> That's what, I think it kind of ties up with it. You know, it ties up with that. The first night he did score for us back in two thousand eight. You know, big Daniel Cousin Cousin shot, and then uh, the goalkeeper Tim Visa he couldn't hold it for Bremen and Stevie D. The Stevie D of old is in there. And he's he's scoring into the govern past a Tim. Um and then he's you're thinking all oh, these years later, he's actually putting the shot in and it's it's Alfie that's yeah. getting the, the, the that's getting the rebound. But if you just watch the build, everything he's doing, he's putting balls forward. Defenders are you know, trying to play balls in uh, to Alfie and they get knocked straight back to his Stevie D's putting balls in that are more dangerous and he's in for the second ball. When he doesn't work, he's in picking it up again and he's just probing, probing, probing. It's forensic. And again, so he puts the shot in. The keeper can't hold, and Alfie puts it away. And you just see his two wee arms going up in the air. Yeah, totally. Alfie blanks him, you know. But um, it's just the, the do, you, do you know release. something? His, his arms go up in the air before Alfie scores. Aye, aye. You know what I mean? It's it's when the keeper makes a save and it goes across the face of the goal. He, he realizes, you know, he has. He's a class act. And and the thing about him and McGregor, I think, is I, I think they've got well, I th- McGregor certainly got more than a year. And I'm, you know, the way he's gone at the moment, and you would, you would have to say the same about Stephen Davis. You know, there, there doesn't seem to be any signs that they're they're, they're slowing down. No, there's um, the thing about with Stephen Davis is there's been at times this season, it's second halfway through the season, I felt as if him and Big Connor Golson were becoming like it was like a it was like a body shock, kind of teen body shock Hollywood film where they were suddenly changing personnel. You know, you, the goal we scored against Merlin in the League Cup, uh, Big Connors <laughs> gliding through the middle beating a couple of guys and putting in the bottom corner. That was pure Steve Davis. But there's times where Stephen Davis is coming back so so far. It's because he does it kind of pickpocket style when he dispossesses opposition yeah. strikers. 
but it's it's beautiful. See what Bonagani's Ungu signed for us in his, his first his first kind of cameo. He played the second half against Hamilton Aki's at the 8-0 game. And he's leathering the balls into the far corner and he's hunting stuff down and he looks all action. I'm, I'm thinking this guy's going to take us up another level. Zungu, this uh-huh. is he's come for league and he's you know the only reason the ball's on the connecting is because we're, we're players on the ready. You know we're going to have to step up again. This is this is fantastic, you know. And it's only it's just a classic kind of silly old man thing the way I'm the way I'm observing that. Steve Davis, like Ryan Jack, doesn't he have to be all action? He, he makes he, he's doing so much more than the likes of. No harm to Zungu, we've kind of found out like it's just it was just inaccurate passing and he's having to be all action because it takes him longer to do what Stephen Davis does with the, the flicky of hip. You know, just yeah. the kind of the wee twist and turn and he makes it look so easy. And at times it, it makes it look so easy at times you can actually forget what he's you know, you can forget how much he's contributing to us, but he's uh, uh he's invaluable. And uh, and we need him around because whoever we're going to obviously make signings in the summer, but you need him and McGregor to uh, to bring on a uh, to get them into the Rangers, the Rangers way of doing things uh, when they arrive. So on and off the field, just uh, fantastic. Congratulations to him because it's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 I mean, in, in this day and age, it's you know 126 caps. You know, he's he's been playing he's been playing for Northern Ireland the same amount of time that my son's been alive. You know what I mean? And my son's Hi. 16, and he's next birthday. You know what I mean? My son was born in 2005, the same year that he got his first cap. It's just. It's incredible, you know. It's an incredible level of consistency, and uh, yeah, I mean, huge congratulations to him, and uh, he thoroughly deserves it. Uh, right, Alex. Before we go on to uh, Sunday's game, I need to I need to highlight the the, the Rangers picks game. So, if if you want the opportunity to win a share of a thousand pound, log on to Rangers picks and play the Rangers pickums game. Uh, log on to www.rangerspicks.com. Complete a, a series of questions about the game on Sunday, how many corners we'll get, free kicks, stuff like that. Uh, if you get enough of those right, then you're in with the opportunity of wearing a share, winning a share sorry, of £1,000. Uh, you must be over 18 to play, guys. Terms and conditions apply. And please always remember to play responsibly. Uh, right, Alex, that's out the road. So, <coughs> excuse me. On to uh, Sunday's game. First thing I, I, I feel I need to highlight, it's a real a real bugbear of mine. Uh, I, and I only found this out last week uh, because cause there's not been Rangers for a couple of weeks. You know, I've, 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 I've kind of forgot what the fixtures were and all that kind of thing. So I logged on a couple of days ago to find out what was happening and I found out this game on Sundays on, on, on Premier Sports. Now, the, the first thing that pisses me off about that is... They're not that reliable. <laughs> you know, experience tells me that they're not that great a broadcaster. You know, their, their production values are, are not the highest. I would say that Frankie's probably better in his oh, production I- values in this show than the Premier Sports Givers. And also, it's another twelve ninety nine or whatever it is. You know, what I mean, it's another subscription that supporters need to sign up to. So, I mean, why? I don't understand why the you know the football governing bodies it be sell all the rights to these things to different broadcasters. Why can they not just make it as simple as possible for supporters just to subscribe to a sports channel and know that, you know, whether it's the Scottish Cup, the Betfred Cup or the league, they're going to get them there. But it's not like that. You know, you need to subscribe to Sky Sports for the for, for the league games. You need to subscribe to BT Sport for the Europa League games. And now we need to subscribe to Premier Sport for the, for the Scottish Cup. It's just an absolute farce. Plus, we need to pay whatever we're paying for season tickets when we're not even getting in this season. Uh, plus, we used to have to pay to Santa, Satanta as well. Satanta. Remember, remember yeah, them? You know? Yeah, uh, they lasted a while. Eh? Uh, I know, I know. I, I, it's, and it's 
Is the Inverness Ross County is that is that on the Beeb tonight? I think some of them are, some of them have been shown in the Beeb. I don't know BBC. I'll never be the Rangers games will never be on the Beeb. That, that, that's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like we're the reason they're, they're splitting the games and the reason that uh, Premier Sport are getting Rangers and Celtic is because that's where the money is. You know, um, everything else is a kind of token gesture to you know the public. Um, in times of COVID, been able to see a bit, a bit, a bit of football. But uh, I, I think the thing for me is I, I do have Premier Sport. Yeah, uh, classic thing. Paid, paid my tenner for it for a month and then forgot to cancel it. Um, just couldn't be bothered. And it does have a lot of Spanish football and what have you. I, mean, yeah. I would end up, you know, I, I could watch it all day probably, you know. Um, but I'm a bit strange that way. I think for your, you know, for most folk. The, the, the thing for most Rangers fans is we haven't really needed Premier Sport. <laughs> Talking about our form in the Cups um, yeah. over the last four years, um, we've not really needed it. You know, well, we've been on it. We have been on it, mate. Aye, been no, because they, they also had the the qualifying for the Europa. Yes. So yes. you know, I get it. And then I, when when it moved on to the the, the actual group stages, I cancelled my Premier Sports and I said I don't need it again. And then literally like three, four months later, you're like, you kidding me on? I've got to subscribe to this thing again. You know what I mean? Was the, the Viola Cup, the Viola Cup at the beginning of the season, that was on. Yeah, Premier. I'm sure that was on it as well. Yeah, and That was like, um, I just remember the picture for, I think for both the games was, it was like, you know, the old the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody video, you know, the kind of, the beginnings of, uh, you know, pop videos uh, when they kind of, you know, the, the fade in, fade out pictures. It was, it was, you know, it was like watching them in Star Trek. They were, they were starting to get transported off the, the Starship Enterprise to another planet. It was kind of, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't quite see them. And there was some game, it just, it just conked it all together. Yeah. You know? Aye, they, they are, the, the away games in Europe are terrible. The, 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 the broadcast constantly cut out. You know, you go into Twitter and all you see is folks, you know, I kind of see the game and it's, it's farcical. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and that's what frustrates me. Why are we dealing with these broadcasters? Whose record in this is, is so poor? I know. I think I just um, I've got to the point where if you, you, you oh, no giving up, you know, you have to be. It's like because it's because they know they, they don't have to treat you um, as a customer because you're more than that. They know they've got you because you're addicted to the football. Yeah, it's like it's like it's an extension of the the same thing that happens when you're watching like the Champions League uh, on Sky uh, or at least on Sky you know, on BT Sport now. All the adverts and a lot of the the actual coverage itself. It's all kind of lowest common denominator stuff because they know they've got the likes of you and me and the folk watching this show tonight. They know they know they've got us. They don't have to bother about you know yeah. advertising to us. It's the guys who you know they think football is just Man U versus Chelsea and you know, the World Cup, England win it every year. You know they, 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 that's who they're trying to appeal to. Yeah. Um, people who actually just love the game. You know we're just as you say we're left we're left going about scraping the barrel just trying to find out where's the game on. All right, we'll we'll give them our money. You know, because in principle terms, you shouldn't be paying the money to Premier Sport if they can't provide proper service. But that means you miss the game. You're going to give them the money. You know, and that's it's, that's why that's why club television. I know you've had problems with Rangers TV. We've all had problems with Rangers TV this season to various extents. But that's why club television is just it's inevitable. I think it's going to end up just kind of taking over. They've also been very sneaky in, in how they're doing it this time. Because I went on the website today. I've not subscribed yet, but I'll, I'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow. You know, it's ten ninety nine. But if you take the ten ninety nine option, you have to take it for a minimum of six months. Is that right? Aye? If you want to take an option where you can just cancel it at any time, it's twelve ninety nine. So they're they're obviously wising up to the fact that supporters are subscribing to it, 
and then the minute their team gets popped out, they're, they're unsubscribing. So they're offering a cheaper version, but you have to subscribe for a longer period of time. And they just strike me as a kind of, they're almost like the barras of broadcasters, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're so dodgy, and I just don't get it. I, I, I think, I, I just don't think, we should, you know, Scottish football should be dealing with them at all. Yeah. And it, it pisses me off that, that, you know, so many different tournaments are sold to so many different broadcasters and supporters have to su- subscribe to all these. I, I just think it's poor. But anyway, that's me. I, I just wanted to vent my spleen on that. Eh, on to the sort of injury situation, Alex. Eh, Gary McAllister took the, the press conference today. You know, he's sort of saying, Tavernier, <coughs> excuse me, he's back training on grass. You know, he's still training alone, but he's on the grass and running and stuff like that. So he's coming on. But I kind of wanted to talk about Ryan Jack. Eh, Revealed today that he's he's travelled down to London to see a specialist, uh, waiting on results. I, I think he posted something on Instagram today, you know, showing his jersey with the number eight in the back, saying he's desperate to get back. And I'm becoming quite concerned about this. It just seems to be something that that's not improving. If anything, it's going the other way. It's been a theme of the season, hasn't it? Um, and it's it's just one of the, you can't help doing it. I remember players like. Stephen Naismith, you know, who's a, a guy I loved at Rangers, um, with a fair share of players down the years who just are injured, you know, and you yeah. only get them back for a certain amount of time. I don't, and we all know maybe Kamar Roof is a bit of a problem with, with him there too, you know, just one of these guys that just happens to be injury prone. Um, and with Ryan Jack, it's just, it's all, you always got to be careful when you're, when you're talking like this. It make it sound like we don't appreciate Ryan. I don't mean that in any way because he's in a, the reason we're so worried is because he's such a bloody great player. You know, he's he's phenomenal for us. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's. I think when Steve Davis and Ryan Jack get together, um, you know, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. They're the real engine room of when we start performing quite spectacularly, especially in Europe. You know, remember the Benfica game. You know, even Porto last season, you're under a wee bit of pressure and then the two of them just get the ball and they start doing the wee one-twos and it's just, it just gets the whole team going. That gets us into a rhythm. Yeah. And I think what they do together really appeals to uh, Michael Beale and uh, Steve Gerrard's kind of blueprint for this for this team. Um, but I, it's just, it, he's never, he's, he's no coming back as quickly as we want him to. He's injured for longer than we were expecting. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's me. The amount of games you're getting out, out on, are, are shrinking, and the period yeah. that he's out for is, is starting to extend. It's going the other way. He's always been, I think it's myself and John McCallum that have spoken about this before, but he's, he's always been a sort of in for six or seven, out for three type of player. But the amount of games you're getting out of him has gone down, and the, the amount of games that he's out for is extending. And it's, it seems I'm, I'm I'm becoming quite concerned about it. It seems to be getting worse. No, I mean, it was a game, a game against Ross County. He, he came back, he came at Ibrox, and he just curls one into the bottom corner straight away. Yeah. He scores a cracking goal straight away. The absolute pearler he scores against Comarnock, only goal of the game. This is we're getting towards the kind of title running, absolutely vital. And Scotland as well. Scotland are missing them yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, I know that's not a concern. I'm not bothered about that. I know, mate, I know, I know. I, know it's, I, think, half, I think 75% to 90% of the Rangers supporters are not bothered about that. And it's getting to the stage where Scotland can look after themselves because we need Ryan Jack fit for us, first and foremost. We don't want him risking himself anywhere else. Um, but I, it's, it's, becoming, it's becoming a concern when it's never... Properly kind of diagnosed either in the press conferences. It's kind of oh he's a bit long, a bit longer than we thought. He's going to come back a bit later than we thought, and he's going to go, now he's going to see a specialist. You can't help putting two and two together and just well, just generally being worried for the guy if we're ever going to see him. You know, I certainly hope so. You know, I certainly hope, but it's, it just tends to be maybe it's confirmation bias. You're, you're just uh, kind of going on past the experience, but it tends to be when you start seeing a player doing this, 
it's that's just the story for the rest of his the rest of his career. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I think. Because I mean, it's been an ongoing issue, but it, it it seems to be an ongoing issue that's deteriorating. You know, it's getting worse, and you know, the minute you hear specialists, you know, and and as you say, the the minute they're being a bit vague in press conferences, it's like going to the doctor and he says that's ah, a virus. You know, what I mean, you're like, <laughs> can, you, can you be a bit more specific with that? That's ah, a virus. You know, it'll, it'll fix itself when it fixes itself. You know, and and it starts to feel like that. You know. I, 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 I don't know if maybe Rangers know a wee bit more than they're letting on. I don't know, but it, it is starting to concern me because he has, he's, he's, he's been so good for us. And it's, it's a shame that this year of all the years that he's been here, you know, is, is the one that's, that's affected him the most. Well, he, he's in the same bracket, isn't he? He's Alfie and, and, and yeah. is one of the guys who've been taking a, taking a pounding. You know, we always knew they were class. Um, maybe not so much with Tav. Tav said to, you know, come back and, and beat the critics as well. But, He's one of the guys who's taking a bit of pounding with a team um, who maybe round about him wasn't he, wasn't he good enough to show his show his talents uh, in the starkest relief, the best relief. So he's one of the guys that really deserves it, deserves to be taken in the glory um, right now. So we all, I mean, we all wish him all the best, you know, because uh, yeah. he's a he's a guy that we we love and we need. Right, Cove Rangers onto them. Uh... Sitting second in League One at the moment, uh, doing quite well, but obviously their season's been seriously curtailed with COVID and all that kind of thing, so I think they've only played 14 games, but they're sitting second, managed by our old friend, uh, Mr Hartley, you know, a really nice guy, him, I always liked him, uh, but I mean, I, I know they're League One and, you know, we should win comfortably, but I, th- I think we only need to look at what happened to Hearts in the previous round against Brora, you know, I, I, I don't think Rangers should be taking the foot off here and viewing this lightly, you know, we have to have a professional attitude because as much as I don't like Hartley you know he's, he's he's done okay at management and he seems to be getting the best out of this mob at the moment I will, well this this is the game mate this is this is the game where usually we start um, it all starts going downhow you know yeah. first, first game we're already champions so exactly it's, it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm needing to get my head around it you know it's the, the body clocks it's like the clocks uh, going forward you're kind of Oh, that, 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 I missed that hour's sleep uh, last week, you know, and it's the same now we, I keep thinking, oh, first round of the Scottish Cup. Oh, no, we've won the title. It's all right. Don't need to panic about that. Um, usually we come back, we've had a massive win against Celtic uh, at New Year. Um, we've put ourselves in a good place to challenge for the title. And then um, we go to Dubai um, and we come back and it's our lower league team in the Scottish Cup. We only, I mean, we only beat Cowden. We think the game against Cowden Beast was postponed in Stevie G's first season, and then we beat them like three one. You know, and you're thinking, oh, that's fine. They're just, you know, they're not going to try their hardest against Cowden Beast. And the same Strenard last season, we played them yeah. like Friday night kickoff. Yeah. Ibrox, yeah. well, Nathan Parsons, <laughs> a good game. We only beat them two nothing, but they were kind of. I think Cowden Beast are actually League Two, and, and Strenard were kind of League Two material at the bottom. Of, at the bottom of League One, um, but it never really kicked on. But now it's just. It's just funny that reminded me that it's, oh, it's we're playing a league, we're playing a league, and they're doing well. They're, they're back to a championship side, uh, Cove. You know, they're right up there. That was a cracking couple of results for them uh, during the week. Um, well, they won against Airdrie and also uh, Falkirk, who are above them. They dropped points, and Thistle dropped points as well, only fourth or so. They're in a really solid position just to go. Uh, they're, they're not that far behind Falkirk. I'm sitting second, but I think they're only maybe two or three points behind. But yeah, I mean, they, they are, they're playing well. and <clears throat> I do think, I mean, obviously the Rangers are strong favourites here, but I, you know, someone who remembers Hamilton, you know what I mean, and and also remembering sort of Inverness Cali stuff with Celtic and the Hearts one. I mean, I was I was at the Brora game. Aye. I was covering it for, for from a Camelon perspective. Uh, I was only at one of the games. They tried to they tried to play it three or four times. 
and then the weather just kept on knocking it off because it was in sort of Christmas time and the park was frozen and then it was flooded and all that kind of thing. And the game I went, it got called off at half time. It was farcical. And don't get me wrong, they were, they were probably slightly the stronger team against Camelon. But, you know, Camelon Juniors, and the game that, that did get finished that, that, that put Brora through, Camelon Juniors were winning with like 20 minutes to go and then they conceded an equaliser and then a couple of minutes later they got a man sent off and the whole thing just crumbled. You know what I mean? So... There was nothing looking at Broder to think they're going to beat Hearts. You know what I mean? There was absolutely no sign of that. And uh, so I, I do think, yeah, we're strong favourites, but we have to be wary and you have to be mindful of other results that, that have happened in this competition. Aye, well, I mean, uh, Hearts obviously losing the Scottish Cup final uh, on penalties just a few months previously. Yeah. Um, a final they should have won. Yes, aye. And, and Broder have been pushing Cove for a couple of years in the, in the Highland League. Broder should have come up last season, but because of the, the COVID uh, curtail in the season, Highland League didn't put forward a, yeah. a team, for, or they couldn't put forward a team for the playoff. And I think Broder have lost the playoffs as well uh, before. So they're kind of, you, you, you got to think, Broder, if they had come up, would be, could possibly be up there challenging because they're one of these go-ahead clubs like Cove. You know, I've only seen Cove Rangers once um, and it was 20 years ago and it was at Peterhead and it was a season, it was in the Scottish Cup and it was just the, uh, I do my kind of anorak thing of I wanted to go and see, you know, every ground, every league ground in Scotland. Little did I know I would get a chance to do that, you know, watching Rangers. <laughs> uh, but uh, at that point, I thought, right, I'll go up here. It was my, my mate uh, stayed in Aberdeen at the time and him and his dad uh, just took us along, drove us, drove us up to Peterhead and uh, Peterhead had just gone up. They'd just gone into the league. Sorry, they'd just been elected into the the, the bottom tier of the league and Cove. In uh, one of the games, you think, oh, there's a lovely weekend between two, kind of, two Highland League teams. What a bitter atmosphere. You know, the, the bitterness there. And nobody's wearing colours. And it's no it's no casuals. It's no like the ICF and all that. This is just a bunch <laughs> of like oil workers with a donkey jacket on and prison officers with Peter Head and all that off duty and just looking to rattle somebody. And my, my mate and his dad were kind of clapping. Oh, that's great sporting plate. No, but they were clapping each team every time they did something. And I'm like, I knew who I was standing next to. No, boys. Don't just, it was what an atmosphere. <laughs> you know, so there was real, Cove, Cove wanted to come up. Um, and they're a kind of go-ahead club. I, think I was reading up on them. They're like 100 years old next year, but it's only 1985 that they actually joined the Highland League. I think they, I think they were like amateurs for most of right. history. Okay. Then they were, they joined the, the juniors I think for a year in the mid 80s, and then they went straight to the Highland League. A bit like kind of Kelty Hearts that way. They suddenly just, they just wanted to go. They won the Highland League a few times, and then they've, you know, they've got a new stadium now, and that's them. They, they mean business. This is basically they've gone for the fourth title. Because they won two Highland Leagues in the trot, you know, failed at the playoff to take up into the league, and they won. Uh, they get given the league title last season, League Two, and that's them. So, I they're they're going for it. They're on the up, you know. They're, they're, and this is kind of I keep talking about Rangers this season. How we've been so fantastic. I'm waiting for a one big performance, one big kind of game where we just go and we we just go out there and kind of celebrate how great we've been. You know, maybe like tank Celtic for nothing at Ibrox or something like that. And some I was I was expecting in the Europa League to get a big name in Europa League, maybe beat Man U or something, just a kind of celebration. Yeah. Um, but Cove will be the same, and they'll see yeah. us as a potential, you know, to kind of crown where they've come from. Oh, they've got nothing to lose, really, have they? You know, I mean, it's a it's a free hat for them. That's you know it. what I mean? That's yeah. it. But we've got to win the Scottish Cup, mate. We need we need it's been too long, you know. Yeah. And uh, I hope that's what that, that's what Stevie G's using that to keep the to keep the season going, you know. Well, speaking of uh, uh, good results in the Scottish Cup, uh, Inverness Cali are three one up the new uh, just a few minutes ago. So a good result for Neil McCann. Uh, so I good on him. Uh, quite like Neil McCann. 
good yes. guy. You know, one of the good guys. Yes. Uh, so yeah, good. Well done to him. Uh, wow. Now, uh, in, in terms of the, the team selection on on Sunday, Alex. You know, obviously the titles won. Lower league, sorry, lower league opposition. Maybe a wee chance to give some of the fringe players some game time. I think Stephen Gerrard's already hinted at that. Someone I'd, I'd like to see, he was, he, was, he was wheeled out today for the press conference. Scott, right, I think I would, I would like to see him start on, on, on Sunday. Yeah, he's good, wasn't he? I thought he yeah. was good. He's, 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 impressed me. he's impressed me in everything he's done since he's came to the club. Yes, he's been a kind of theme of the, the pods where like, we didn't really know anything about him. We couldn't really, despite him you know, uh, playing for Aberdeen, we hadn't really been watching him that heavily and working out. We don't really know a lot about this guy that we're signing. And then when he's anytime he's come on, he's been very impressive. And uh, maybe it's a bit, you know, you're a bit Rangers biased. You know, you're seeing things that maybe aren't there. Um, but in a press conference, it's a bit like uh, we, we, we come our roof where he's, where he's interviewed by somebody. Yes, he's, he's trying to get the, the answer in before the interviewers finish the question. You're thinking, aye, that's because he's, he's all go. You know, Kamar's yeah. up for it all the time, constantly. And Scott Wright almost speaks the way he plays. He's kind of he's incisive, you know, and he's he's, he's very he's very courteous and um, he handled. There's a couple of wee questions in there about you know, are, we, are we now favourites for the Scottish Cup? So he's supposed to go ahead and say, "Oh, I absolutely," and that's the headlines tomorrow. Rangers think they should yeah. win the Scottish Cup. They think they're But he handled it to perfection. Yeah. You know, just saying, "No, well, you're a club this size, you should be winning it." And it's like it's just that that, that kind of perfect Stephen Gerrard type answer of being diplomatic but at the same time total steal total desire yeah. to win answering be, the question without answering exactly. it really yeah. the, the, the wee bit about uh, the, the ex-Aberdeen players at Cove as well yeah. the Aberdeen players Aye. at Cove you know he's like he's not having any kind of wind up talk there but uh, you can see in his eyes that he's going to get there and, and do what he can and I think we're just waiting for the the game where uh, Scott Wright officially arrives, arrives. And maybe, maybe Cove Rangers it won't, it won't prove anything greatly but we like to see him get a few goals under his belt you know and uh, there's been a few other a few other starters in, in Half past six on Sunday night was a horrendous time uh, for a kickoff, but uh, aye, there's been on a few... Premier Sports, everything about it Premier is appealing, sports. isn't it? You know what I mean? I know, I know. <laughs> but aye, there's a few a few boys do a chance, you know. But um, aye, just as long as we, it's a difficult one because we've been away, you know, for a wee while now. You know, we've been away yeah. for for well over a week, so there might be guys you want to get up to speed. At the same time, maybe Stephen Stephen Davis is needing a bit of a rest. You know, playing a couple of internationals in a week, um, a lot of emotion around about him as well. So, Glenn Kamara as well, playing games uh, for Finland, a lot of attention on him too. Um, and maybe he could do with a break, but maybe we need, maybe we need him just to make to make sure. So, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see who we actually who we actually go on Sunday. Yeah, because I mean, I think we're, we're all aware of what happened when we, you know, we diluted the quality of the team against St Mirren in the Betfred Cup. You know, it was just a feeling that maybe Stevie G tinkered a wee bit too much that night. But I mean, I know it's Cove and, you know, they're, they're, they're League One, but yeah, I would I would still like to see one or two get an opportunity and especially Scott Wright, I would like to see him come in. Uh, final point uh, tonight, Alex, before we finish up, and I noticed that a couple of things you were putting out on Twitter through the week there about uh, the, the, the Rangers-Hearts game, the, the 5-1 game, the, the, the cup final, and, you, and you've, you've just sort of alluded there that, you know, it's been far too long, and it has been far too long. And the first time, my first, cup, my first Scottish Cup final, was 1989 the Joe, the Joe Miller one, uh, and the, the the most ironic thing about that 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 day was that the guy who set up Joe Miller, Gary Stevens, was by far the best player in the park. He had an absolutely outstanding game. He, d- he didn't deserve to be in the, the losing team. That was my first cup, my first Scottish Cup final. The first time I saw us win it was against Airdrie, and I think we'd went nine years at the time without winning it. 
And yeah, I mean, eleven. It's twelve. <laughs> was it eleven? Yeah. So eighty eighty one to to ninety two. Yeah, eleven years. So we're back in that territory again. And I, I, I was in the Airdrie end that day. I could only get a ticket for the Airdrie end. And I had this, you know, I was, I was walking in. I had a denim shirt on, no colours, but I had a Rangers shirt underneath my my shirt, my denim shirt. And uh, a copper caught sight of it. And he's like, right, you're not getting in, son. And I was like, oh, come on, you've got to let me in. You know, we're going to win the cup for the first time in 11 years. You need to let me in. And he's like, no, no, on your way. And I pleaded and I pleaded. And he eventually sort of gave in and let me in. And see when I got in, the place was full of Rangers fans. They all had scarves. So I was like, what was that all about? You know what I mean? Just raging. <laughs> but anyway, it's, I mean, the, the point I'm sort of getting to is we're, we're in that same territory you now. It's been so long since we've won the Scottish Cup. You know, 2009, that game against Falkirk with Scott Arfield played in. Uh, we need to win it. You know, it's, it seems to be a, a uh, we had the hoodoo all those years ago back in the 20s or whatever it was it does seem to be a trophy that every now and again we go through a, a, a period of, of not winning it and it would be good to end that this year well that's at no point in my life and by the way uh, any Celtic fans out there that are watching this I mean we like to pay attention to Rangers stuff they'll be in no way surprised to hear that the entire Airdrie support was supporting Rangers you know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> they've always said that about Airdrie um, and they hadn't won the Scottish Cup. They, was it 1924? I think Airdrie won the Scottish Cup. So, yeah, uh, it's a big day for them as well. But uh, I, it's it's we should be winning this. Stephen Gerrard seems to have done things backwards since he arrived. You know, you're supposed to win the League Cup, maybe yeah. you're supposed to win the Scottish Cup next, and then you go for the league, and and then eventually we're we're, we're kind of dominating Celtic. Well, the first thing he did was dominate Celtic. You know, and and all from derbies and. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me this season if we actually ended up winning a European trophy before we won a we won a cup. You know <laughs> the way the way Steve is going, but uh, no, I'm all about 34 now, mate. It was um, you know 55 has been that's that's done. You know 55 is all over. Um, 34 league games unbeaten we are, and uh, we're now going for our, our 34th Scottish Cup. And you're absolutely right what you're saying. Um, never in our lifetime, because it's never in my lifetime, and I'm not 44 by the way. Um, <laughs> never, in, never in my lifetime have we uh, been ahead of Celtic in Scottish Cup wins. I think we drew level with them 2002, 2003, um, and then they won it 2004. And that's if you just the Wikipedia page, um, I would never recommend Wikipedia as a kind of um definite source but you should you should get on it and check it because it actually does it tells you how many times in brackets the team has won it when, when they win it any year they give you a list of finals right. and I think it is basically Celtic won the Scottish Cup before us despite being formed you know um, like 14 years after the Scottish Cup started um, and I think we've been ahead of them like twice the last time was 1966 and every time we nick ahead of them in terms of Scottish Cup wins they won it the following year Yeah. No. So we're now but also we stopped the 10 this year and now we're trying to stop the 5 you know because um, four, four Scottish Cups now that was actually a, a record by Celtic last season nobody's ever won the Scottish Cup four years in a row um, nobody's won it three years in a row three times like Rangers have but uh, I Again, same thing as same thing as all that nonsense. It's not about stopping them. It's about time Rangers were actually winning yeah, yeah. the Scottish Cup, and it's a strange thing. It's a, it's a strange thing because I actually feel in some way not being at the Scottish Cup final that, that Hamden being empty if we actually get to the Scottish Cup final is somehow kind of weirder. Even though we get less of an allocation for Scottish Cups, it's somehow that, that's a game that really needs fans because it's a kind of it's a kind of carnival. It's a kind of celebration, you know. Well, it should be, you know. Yeah. It was, a carnival, of, it was a carnival of sorts the last time you were there. You know? <laughs> I was there. I that day. Carnival, <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> it 
Is it, see the thing I see that they see the minute they come on the they came on the park and you. I just thought this is not ending well. And my mate, I was his best man. He was my best mate for for many a year. But he's emigrated to Australia, and you know, don't really get the odd text that now and again. But you know, he's living his life, and and, and I'm living mine. And uh, the minute that Hibs fans came on, my phone went, and I looked at it, and it was basically a text for him in Australia watching it live, and it it just said, "Get the fuck out of there," because I think everyone knew, you know, this is not going to end well. You know what I mean? Uh, And and it, and it didn't, you know what I mean? But I think you're right. I think we're, we're long overdue in terms of in terms of winning it, and you know, beating Cove on Sunday would be a good start to it. Uh, so looking at time there, Alex, I think that's us. I think we've we've covered pretty much it, Ryan. Uh, so a big thanks to Alex. <coughs> Excuse me, terrible cough tonight. It's not COVID related, uh, I promise. It's more asthma related. Uh, so a big thanks to Alex and his contribution there. Great stuff as always. Uh, Show out on Sunday night. It'll be. I'm, I'm glad I'm not hosting because it'll be a bit tight to pull the the agenda together because the game will just be finishing and we'll be live on air at half nine. So we'll have a show on Sunday. It's Ross that's hosting uh, with Dougie and myself as guests. In the meantime, get yourself onto the Jersnet website and forums at www.jersnet.co.uk. In the meantime, guys, as I say always in these strange times, stay safe. And until next time, bye for now.